Hello, and welcome back to the All in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Lindner, self-empowerment coach and EFT tapping practitioner. And I'm so glad you're here with me right now because that's telling me one thing about you, that you are more invested in your personal development. Even though you're just listening to a podcast, implanting these messages into your mind, just as an affirmation would, as you can do in your own practice, it's giving you an opportunity to think more clearly, to think in more depth, with more reflection, with more awareness of your situation in the here and now, and really giving you the opportunity to look further into who you are, what you want in this life, and what's required of you to get there. What's required of you to adopt? What kind of actions do you need to take? What kind of behavior and attitude is required of you to lean into that doing, the being, more importantly, and the creating? So when you combine that triple threat, so to speak, or the triad of being, creating, and doing, then you have what I call this flash opportunity, flash of significance, flash of power, flash of impact. And and that can go obviously in both directions. This isn't always speaking to the positive, but the being, the doing, and the creating in a positive manner or a positive direction really allows you to bring forth the best in yourself. And that takes me to today's topic, which is your presence and how you hold your presence and what significance presence mean in your life, in your livelihood and the relationships that you have with others. Because to be quite frank, you, you and I, cause I'm always speaking t- about myself to myself with myself is that you cannot have a good relationship with someone when you're not being present with them. I can think back to the times that I was sitting across, and this goes with friend, romantic partner, whoever, the times that I've been present with someone at a table, let's say we're having lunch or dinner at a restaurant. And for me to be fully present with that person means that the distractions are put away. The phone is put away. And even though I may be talking about things, um, concerns of mine, just venting to this person, letting things out, expressing myself with words, even though I may be calling attention to them, they're not being brought into the environment as this is what I'm thinking about instead of being present with this conversation. When we think about the presence of your whole body, your whole being, You're not only attuning your mind, you're attuning your body. You're attuning your body language to that conversation, to being present. You're attuning your spirit into that conversation. You're offering yourself different parts of yourself and different parts of your wisdom, different parts of your intellect, because that goes farther than just your conscious mind. And you know, I always bring up the subconscious mind because that's what I work with. That's what I've been working with for the past six months and and using this tool of EFT tapping to really access what is inside of the subconscious mind that isn't being listened to on a regular basis because we spend so much of our time thinking, 
overthinking, judging, critiquing, criticizing, worrying, stressing. Here's the thing about stress that I just want to point out because right now I'm helping a small group of ladies that have been wonderful on this journey of peace and power for moms work through their stressors, really identifying what their stress is, where it comes from, and peeling back some layers to uncover why they have such a hard time letting go of the stress, letting go of the stressor, um, and really honoring their needs. So there's a lot of breakthroughs happening, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that, yes, stress is all around us. What have you seen, read, or heard on how to manage stress. It's not always about just eliminating the stressor altogether, although that is very helpful. Stress is a part of our life. It will always be part of our life and it actually helps us adapt. So we don't want stress to be completely out of our life. What we want to work on is our um, ability to manage and reduce it and how we respond to it versus reacting. So really the biggest thing that plays into managing stress is managing your emotions. And maybe that sounds childlike. Maybe that seems like it's below you and there's something more to it than just managing emotions. Or maybe you're so afraid to face how you feel because you feel like you're opening like Pandora's box that you don't wanna go there. You're too afraid to go there alone. Just know that you don't have to do it alone. You can have someone. You can be intertwined with this beautiful healer, coach, therapist, mentor. Someone who's going to hold the space for you. Someone who is not going to ask the wrong type of questions, or maybe not ask any questions at all, or think that they have to interject something in their words when it's not the right time. So it's an interesting uh, mix of, and this comes down to something I've been working on for the past hmm, seven, eight years as a coach, is knowing what types of questions to ask and when to ask them when to hold space for silence and when to bring up some deeper thinking. And there's all, um, there's signals, there's responses, there's intensity behind the energy and emotion that you're feeling. Um, there's your ability to stay aware, stay in the moment. And, and also your, I think it's just the strength that you possess already in being attuned to your emotions. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's it's like training with a barbell, right? You guys know if you've been listening for a while and you've been a listener, um, I've shared some stories about me starting in personal training in the fitness industry, studying exercise science. Uh, I relate a lot of mind training to physical training. And although they're not the same, there's a lot of similarities and a lot of overlap. And it's as if you were to try to deadlift 135 pounds before really knowing that you can stabilize 85 pounds, right? So it's kind of jumping the gun. It's a little bit too soon. And that's what a coach is able to recognize within another person. Is this too soon? Are they ready for something different? Are they ready to challenge 
um, their thinking in a new way. There's always layers to be uncovered. I have my own kit coach. Whitney has been a wonderful spiritual trainer and she's been, um, she's been able to meet me where I'm at and challenge me at the same time. That is really the highlight of being a coach is to honor where someone is at, to respect their placement right now in the here and now, and also challenge their thinking, challenging their approach, their perspective, their outlook, and making sure that they're progressing. I mean, that's the whole point of being in a coaching uh, relationship, coaching program, coaching process is to elevate yourself, challenge yourself, elevate yourself and progress yourself forward in a particularly fast way. And I say fast, not because it's happening within seven days or even sometimes 30 days, but most of my transformations with clients happen by the 60 day mark. So within two months of coaching, and this is specific to my one-on-one self-empowerment coaching, that within the 60 days, there is profound difference in how someone speaks to themselves. That language that they use um, on a regular basis, how they operate, where they spend their time, where they put their focus and their priorities, and things have really started to transform. The, The ball is rolling, the momentum is going, the change is happening and it's all working in unison, in harmony, which is a beautiful process of the unfolding of the self-empowerment journey is that you're feeling empowered to make the choice and you're working on being more present and aware of yourself, your emotions, your reactivity or your response, not in a dwelling kind of way, but simply in a reflective way, without judgment. Noticing how things are coming up, when they're coming up, patterns and behaviors um, that you can simply acknowledge and see where you're falling short, see what needs to be tweaked or changed, and going from there. So to me, power is held in staying present with yourself. And this my friends, it is not easy. It is not easy. It is simple, but where we are in our life, where the level of temptations and distractions come in and all of this technology that is pulling us away from being connected with ourselves, that constant disconnect that we always have, whether it's answering an email, checking uh, social media, just worrying about other people's moves, other people's responses, our ability to be quick in our response, um, or feeling like we're missing out. Like there's so many judgments that go behind our actions these days and it can keep us disconnected and not present. So this power that we hold in being present is one that takes and I'm gonna forget his last name, but an author, his first name is Gandhi. He has a book, Presence of Power. There's seven steps. And the seven steps that he breaks down is one being awareness, the responsibility, the purpose, the commitment, the advancement, the insight, and the gratitude. And 
there's a couple things that I want to point out and I haven't gone through the workbook, but I have researched some of his work and listened to some of his speeches. And there's a lot of similarities. I think it's also really cool that he first did body training before he went into spiritual training and mind training. And it's so interesting to see other people follow that path because I, in the very beginning, when I made the switch for myself, I was like, how dare I? Like, who do I think I am? I had all this imposterism. Like, no one's going to think that I'm, you know, trustworthy enough to bring them through this mind training because all I've done is focus on fitness and, and body movements. But really, there's a ton of overlap. And there was a ton of things that I brought to the table that other coaches didn't because they didn't have the same perspective. So that's the beauty of all of us being unique in what and what we can do and in, in our offerings, especially in the coaching world, is that everything that has happened in our experience has given us power. And as long as we stay in that power and we don't get disconnected or drift into the unknown, uh, into the space of, because going into the unknown is, is it's important to travel into a space that you can be transformed into, but going into a space that is um, like the charted territory, like the, they've done that, they've been there, they are succeeding with this method kind of thought pattern. It, it pulls us away from the presence. So one of the things that I have really reflected on the past six months is insight is my insight into my ability to make choices for myself and what that means or what that requires of me is to be in communication with my heart that means that if some if there's something that i have that is worrying me or stressing me out it's taking me away from the present it's either keeping me in the past, thinking, I always say shooting on myself, like I should have done this, worrying that there was something that I could have done better in the aspect of, well, well now I can't do it because I just screwed it up. That's just, I messed up, right? Or the aspect of stressing about or being anxious about something in the future. You are getting pulled out of the present moment. So the one thing that brings you back into the present is the opposite of stress. It's knowing and being. And that knowing and being is when you are connected and communicating with your heart. This is the aspect of really being able to trust your gut. And this is one of the pillars in my self-empowerment journey, which is building trust within yourself. Building trust requires you to spend more time connected with your heart. And in order to be connected with your heart, you have to be ding, 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 relaxed. So if you aren't stressed, the opposite of being stressed is being calm or relaxed. So this is why coming into your practice of doing meditations, doing tapping, doing journaling, reflecting, staying present, practicing your presence, um, working on visualizations, stepping into these 
experiences that create or uplift your awe, your aliveness, your transcendence. Those are the things that go, are going to help you stay connected with your insight, with your heart, with your gut, with your intuition. So if you want to know how more of how you can do that, out and we can be more specific about the things that you have tried, you are willing to try, and the things that are going to really accelerate your progress of being present, being more relaxed, releasing your stress and worry, and significantly improving your health on all levels. And even if you've heard some of my podcast episodes before, you've heard me say that health is so many layers. It's all encompassing and it is, it's a collaboration of all parts of your whole body and being. So when you're really practicing on embodying the power of your presence, then you are working in one with yourself. You are working as a unit. And that is power in itself. Practicing your presence can sometimes start as just practicing your patience, setting the intention in the first part of your day to really affirm that you are able and willing to, to be patient, to practice your patience and knowing what that does for you. There's a part of what I've seen over the past year or so, that the more I'm able to be present with myself, the more power I hold and the more freedom I have, which I think is really interesting because when we want to control so many aspects of our life, but we stay get disconnected, we lose a big sense and big component of our freedom. We are more in the life is happening to me life is swirling around there's so much of life that's happening and i almost can't keep up to i am behind all of these choices i stand behind them as the creator i'm the creator of my life and my destiny i am i i hold the power when you hold that power to access your freedom the one thing that is a prerequisite for that is forgiveness, having forgiveness for yourself, relinquishing any regret or remorse for what we've done. You know, worrying that you did the right or wrong thing because there really is no right and wrong. There's just cause and effect. So when you're living and you're operating under this concept of cause and effect, you know that you are behind the cause. You stand behind that. You stand that behind that in purpose and responsibility and commitment. And you stand behind that in your awareness, your insight and your advancement. And you stand in that in your gratitude, in your love. This has been a pleasure. And, and I'm so glad I was able to express myself through this platform. I think it's so awesome and incredible. And I waited seven years to have something of my own, to really speak out to others, to explore my, explore my mind and allow others to do the same. So coming together on the All in Harmony podcast gives me great pleasure. 
and I hope to see you next Tuesday. Have a great week.